Halloween is over. And it's now time for the spookiest time of the year. The time of endless Mariah Carey songs. Of constant family pressure. Of a nearly doubled suicide rate. Of creepy old men breaking into your house. And of all those people saying that you can't celebrate your holiday, but must celebrate their own holiday. That's right, it's the holiday season. Ooh, so scary. And to celebrate this scary time of year, we at the Paleobites Patreon are discussing the scariest dinosaur movie of all time, Corpse Bride. Now, how is that a dinosaur movie, you might ask? Well, it is about a fossil, is it not? Like the mummified Boreal Pelta corpse that we found. It's basically that, but Tim Burton and stop motion and spooky. I think it counts. Anyways, link in the description for you can get this bonus Paleobites Patreon content. Thank you for your support and have a spooky day! Roar! Growl! Snarl! Bellow! Roar. Welcome to Paleobites, the podcast that goes harder than Homo erectus. <laughs> My name's Matthew Donald, and each week I'm a rotating series of guest co-hosts. Talk about and rate a genius of prehistoric animal, be it dinosaur, mammal, arthropod, and so on. This week I'm joined by... Hope you enjoyed him, because this is the last episode of Paleobites that will ever be on. If all goes well. If all goes you. well. If if there's anything good left in the world. <laughs> if there's anything good left, yeah, that's for sure. Uh, it's the one and only Matthew David Seifert. How are you? I'm doing pretty good. It is... Uh, I, I guess in a strange, perverse way, it is an honor to be back, <laughs> finally contributing to this podcast. Yep, so. but, but never again. You'll just hopefully <laughs> never again. You'll just be like, okay, I. We did already my- have we already have a great rapport because, of course, we recorded a podcast together for years and. Uh, Ritz Wits, where two twits talk about written. And uh, for those of you who are interested, it may be making a comeback in a slightly different form. So possibly, stay tuned. possibly, yes, stay very, tuned. very possible. That's, that's not a promise, by the way. No, just no, no. Stay tuned. I, I'd say it's it's it's. L- was it like there's like 70-30? 70 30? Well, it's like, well, I saw this graph that was like 0% says never, 10% is rarely, 20% is, is, uh, semi, like, like, eh? Or, uh, there's like a whole thing where it goes, Me- <laughs> goes through okay. all the 10%. So I'm going to say this is like 60%, which is like likely. Pretty likely. All right. Fair enough. Fair enough. Like, so stay tuned. 100% is certain, <laughs> 90, 90% is. A hundred percent sure is that he apparently wants to have another podcast going because Paleobites is great. But I gotta bring in the bunny, but the he money needs sometime. Money from other things. So subscribe to my Patreon. List. Yeah, <laughs> if you haven't, patreoncom uh, Donald. Thanks, <laughs> thanks for the support for those of you that have. Even though I no longer receive any of the funds. But from you it. will be if you help me with. Uh, That's true. If yeah. we bring back the Ritwit, I might just start taking a cut again. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, <laughs> <laughs> okay so dinosaur related question. Except it's not really a dinosaur related question because it's just about what we just talked about. And I have to come up with these on the fly. <laughs> if we had a billion, oh, a million, let's say a million patrons, and you did have a cut, what would you use it on? <laughs> Not related. Patrons. This is your dinosaur-related question. And, totally dinosaur-related. Uh, oh, gosh. So we had a million patrons. I'm getting a cut of it. I, I would probably take the funds and, like, um, invest in some high-quality instruments, honestly. Mm, nice. Because, theoretically, if I was getting enough stable income from that, I could not necessarily have to work for yeah. my living. And I could 
you know, put all of that time into practicing, okay. which would be good. Okay, that'd be nice. Yeah, it'd that'd be, be really nice. nice. And you, you have enough money, you could do. Uh, get yeah, you, I get could your, like get your own record, house. I could record all of your books on audio. Like mom keeps bugging me about doing audiobooks, not specifically yours. But I was gonna say, does she bug you about my audiobooks? <laughs> She's not bugging me about doing yours specifically. That was the idea I had that if I was gonna do it, I probably would do yours. But I mean, that's I'd, just I mean, familiarity. I'd you, for sure, you'd be cheaper <laughs> than anyone else. I'd find. <laughs> For now, ha ha ha. But you know, it, <laughs> it'd be great to, to reinvest my time into things like take care of my physical fitness better than I do. Mm. If I didn't have to go to work and do all those things, I'm not saying that work is bad. Hey, I do enjoy it. Here's the dirty truth about us: that not just you and I, but any, everyone in general. The whole oh, if only we had time, we'd do so much stuff. The whole excuse completely died when COVID happened, That's and true. we had all the and time in the world, yeah. and we still did jack. Sh- <laughs> like, like so it's never about the time well okay it is it is about the time to one degree that when you have a bunch of things you want to do it's low priority right so by creating more time you could theoretically clear some of the other things on your priority list such that you'd be more likely not guaranteed but right. more likely to do them Right. Well, I guess. Dinosaur-related question. That was right. A, okay. A very good dinosaur-related question. Okay. <laughs> uh, if I were to have a million subscribers on well, my, my Patreon, I'd just... Well, I mean, you're getting most of it anyway. Yeah. So. I, I'd put half of them in savings and then invest in the rest and live off the interest. Uh, I know the fun answer. Yeah, totally. Like, the, the very, very smart answer. <laughs> you do not worship at the rule of fun altar so much as you worship at the rule of cool one, though. So I might get a cool car, but it'd you also might. be a practical car. Like, <laughs> it gets me from point A to point B. I don't care. I was literally repelling women with the car that I drove. <laughs> <laughs> That is a joke, by yeah, the way. I, I wasn't literally repelling women. I had a girlfriend at that point, so. <laughs> I mean, that, that piece of crap car was. <laughs> it was built to last, though. It, it landed. Take a, hey, it I had to take an impact. Well, I had a 96 Toyota Corolla for the longest time. Man, that was an ugly ass <laughs> Brassy? car. Brassy? Brassy, yeah. Okay, it wasn't Brassy. Brassy or Rocco when I fell on better days. right. <laughs> but, look, that was an ugly car, but man, was it a runner. Remember the freshman year of uh, – because we went to college together, listeners. Mm -hmm. For uh, a year. um, For a year, yeah. Freshman year um, when I came back – because, like, I drove with you back home. That's right. And uh, I left my car there, and it was buried in snow in the harsh Nebraskan winter. (laughs) And my dad was like, okay, when you go to your car, you might have to call AAA. It might take a bit, but your car will will get it started. Like, okay. I put the key in. Turns on. Automatically starts right away. It's just like, (laughs) boom. No issue at all. And I'm like, boy, you are a runner. Functional cars are definitely better than, you know, really fancy or flashy Because, like, if I had, like, a cool Ferrari with, like, Big lights and a big spoiler on the back. I'd be like, one scratch, and it's just crap. You know, I had friends uh, who used to say that BMW actually stood for something. Stood for big mechanical waste. (laughs) Not bad. Break my window car. Oh, yeah. (laughs) I could see that. Uh, But all these cars, one thing they all have in common is that they run on fossil fuels. And speaking of fossils... (laughs) you got to go back to the topic at hand. We're talking about a particular uh, dinosaur, uh, one that we have (laughs) a lot to say. Totally. (laughs) Yeah, and this isn't a plug for something else, Matt. Well, we'll... I don't know, but <laughs> it's we're talking about Koshisaurus. Or is it Koshisaurus? It's Koshisaurus. Koshisaurus, lizard of the Koshi region. Yep. Now, where is the Koshi region? So the Koshi region of Japan, I'm pretty sure it's going to be like in the middle of the the main island. So like towards, mm-hmm. um, kind of, 
I, I, saying this to you doesn't really mean much, I'm sure, but for people who are familiar with the geography of Japan, it's a lot, yeah. even more so than me, correct me if I'm wrong, but I believe it is like on the main island Honshu, it's kind of between Osaka and Hiroshima. Oh, okay. Is that kind of idea. Okay, cool. Um, all right, so type is a hadrosaurid, a group of ornithopod dinosaurs known colloquially as the duckbills. Cute. Yes, indeed. Uh, ducky. Ducky, indeed. Oh, don't look up that well, story. Well, okay, that wasn't Kojisaurus. No, it wasn't. Uh, who knows what that creature was. It was either Parasaurolophus or Sorolophus. Fans go back and forth. <laughs> is that based on, like, the crest design? Yeah, because, like, the crest is not quite right for Parasaurolophus. But... Well, I mean, because we're, totally we're totally taking liberties with it already. I, mean, I know. Who cares? I know, but anyway. <laughs> uh, size 13 feet slash 4 meters long. Uh, I don't have a weight on estimate on yet, but also to be fair, we only have fossils of juveniles, and this is the estimate based on some of its close relatives of the area, like Fukiosaurus, Fukiosaurus, and Shuilong. I'm assuming how you pronounce that. I that's Chinese, so I I wouldn't know for sure. Well, it's but in the I'm area, guessing. so. But well, I guess, but long, yeah, that is Chinese, so I don't know. No, well, the Shu Wu thing, that's definitely not a Japanese character. That's true, and also, yeah, I guess, I guess back then, I think the Japanese. Uh, it was connected. To well, the and it could have been then. connected before, it, as a peninsula, before it drifted away, thanks to the rising sea levels or mm -hmm. whatever. Right. But anyway, so it's based off of the, it, the estimates, based off the close relatives, rather than like uh, anything in particular. But what does that ever stop this show? Huh. Well. <laughs> so uh, it is an herbivore, thankfully. Uh, location: Japan. That's why you're here. I don't think there are any particular duck-billed dinosaurs that weren't herbivores. There is a, a hypothesis that some of them might have eaten some meat. Just to balance out their like diet a lightly, little. but lightly. they weren't really carnivores no, anymore. No, no. Omnivore then, sort of like how you know, like uh, if um, this is really gross, but um, when a uh, mother gives birth to uh, a mother deer gives birth to a fawn, mm. oftentimes she licks the blood off of um, right them to get some protein. Oh, the, to get some protein back from the yeah. work of okay, yeah. So all right, fair enough. Like I don't know stuff like that. Like sometimes you see like. There's, there was this one horrific internet video that I've heard about, about a horse eating a baby chicken. <laughs> like, so, <laughs> it happens. <laughs> yep. Bok, bok. <laughs> <laughs> nay and bok, bok, and then no more bok, bok, just nay. <laughs> <laughs> because the horse is to all that's left. To I say... Hey. <laughs> All right. <laughs> Anyways, uh, so Japan, that's why I'm here cuz I'm quote unquote the Japan expert. Yeah, there's somebody very white. there's somebody else in your life who has a very strong claim to that, but you know, that's uh, not both of you guys are white, so <laughs> but it's kind of funny. <laughs> I need actual <laughs> Japanese friends. <laughs> <laughs> I have actual Japanese friends, but they're there and not here. <laughs> ah, isn't that nice? <laughs> okay. Uh time early Cretaceous 128 to 126 million years ago. Uh let's describe 2015 pop culture appearances. <laughs> You're funny. Probably this is about it. Yeah, this is it. This is the, this, this famous is the pop, pop culture, culture appearance. Yeah. <laughs> hey, you were in the top, what is it, 50 or something? In Sweden, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so all the Swedes who are listening to the podcast. Thank you very much. I hear you're Unga, Inga, Hansen, Vincent, Janssen, Tallinn, Hallens, Fadens, Fadensen. 
You can call me Ula. No, so what was my first name? Do you want to hear my last name? <laughs> we don't have the time. <laughs> we'll just call you Ula. <laughs> Anyways, producer's reference, guys. Yes, one of one of the best. Anyway, so <laughs> all right, so all right, sometimes here in Paleobites, we do an episode on a creature with very little information. No, really? Yeah. A well, I think part of that's attributed to just how difficult this information is to like be consistent on every time a new discovery is made it has the potential to change something that we firmly believed too. oh yeah exactly yeah, so. and every now and then they also just get scant remains that do nothing but just are kind of there and it's like oh, whatever uh, kind of hey this looks kind of different than that other fossil we got well, let's, let's give it another name and just dump it in the catacombs of the of the so famously our ninja delphus and chimera Bena episodes i have also so little information available that we read the entire wikipedia article and spend the rest of the episode bantering about nothing uh, this oh, time though okay. we're going to do something a little different uh, uh, we're going to relay all the inf- available info about one Koshisaurus, and, well, you'll just have to see. Uh, we'll see co- where Koshisaurus yeah, leads co- us. Koshisaurus is a species of basal hedrosaurin from the Kit- Katadina Formation in Japan. Same with all Good the ones. Good luck. In- That's Kitadani, by Kitadani. the way. Kitadani. <laughs> K- um, all right. I apologize. Okay, I'm going to ed- edit that in. <laughs> no one's going to know. <laughs> From the Kitatani Formation in Japan. <laughs> Same as all the ones with Fukui and their genus names. It's, it's just from Fukui Prefecture. Yes, probably yeah. this one was preyed on by Fukui Raptor. Well, uh, quite possibly. Its discovery suggests that paleontologists said the hadrosaurids had a higher level of diversity among East, a- East Asia and the early Cretaceous before gradually migrating elsewhere in the later parts of the period. Unlike other hadrosaurids, it's possessed what's known as an uh, antorbital fossa. Um, okay. See, an, an antorbital fenestra is a hole in the skull in front of the Fenestra eye. from the word defenestrate. Yes. And for more on that, we had a vocab item. <laughs> it's I'm true. Kidding. I mean, that makes sense because the fenestra are the same ones like the holes in the triceratops. Or the, no, not that one, but other ceratopsian skulls or whatever. They kind of look like windows, yeah. So Anyway, we did a, we did a vocab bite. Go listen to it. It's it's a great. I don't show. even remember what episode that was. That was way back, seventy something, I think. I don't know. Yeah, I don't remember. It's not like we have the ding in this podcast anyway, though. No, no. <laughs> uh, but fenestra is a hole in the skull, like a window. All okay. right, defenestrate. Throw yeah, someone exactly. out a window. Let's defenestrate them through the. Anyway, uh, moving on. Uh, in front of the eye sockets, but behind the nostrils. This is usually associated with theropod dinosaurs, and even modern birds have them as well. But all kinds of archosaurian reptiles have them too. But some dinosaurs had these fenestrae closed off. But their um, locations are still marked by noticeable depression, which is what's known as an antorbital fossa. Um, this okay. uh, implies the ancestors of the hadrosaurs, and thus Koshisaurus had antorbital fenestrae, but then since filled them up. Thus and becoming the fossa, but most hadrosaurs don't. They don't even mean? have the d- depression. Most hadrosaurs do. So, okay. so this could say something a little bit about the evolution of... Of yeah, over time, how yeah. the hadrosaurids changed. Yeah, and like what, and what they evolved from, particularly, because you can see, like, oh, this one has the fenestra or whatever. All right, fair enough. Other than that, uh, what's notable about Koshisaurus? Hmm. It probably has about as full of skeletons you're going to get in the um, Fukui Prefectural Dinosaur Museum. Oh, yeah, possibly. But maybe even that has very scant remains. So. But I'd say it would definitely make a good candidate for some sort of monster in a new Common Rider show. And, hey, funny we should mention that. <laughs> Speaking of which. This is actually this is a sneaky promo episode for my co-host Matt Savert's other show, Nerds Are Us. Yes. Cue the Nerds Are Us theme song here. You know some nerds, I know some nerds, so let's be nerds together. When we read other nerds, it makes us feel a little better. So come along and join us for a trip into the store. We'll talk about so many things, our throats will get real sore. And after it's all over, we'll still have things to discuss. The never-ending growing store that is Nerds Are Us.
I will send you that, by the way. Yes, thank you. Thank you. <laughs> so, yeah, this is actually a sneaky promo crossover episode. Backdoor from, pilot. This is the whole reason why I managed to get him to c- c- come on these shows. <laughs> Even though he vowed with all his heart and soul that he would never be on Paleo Bites because he was not qualified. I'm like, okay, but what if instead I used this as an opportunity <laughs> for you to... More like you were up against a, wall, a brick wall and had nobody Killing who could Killing two birds you. with one stone. Uh-huh. Sure, sure, sure. All all right, anyway. All right. So, um, as you heard from the uh, theme song snippet, yes. thanks, for, thanks for including that. Of course. Uh, Matt Donald. Uh, welcome into Nerds Are Us. Yes. The store oh, where we are oh. still searching for your fandom's wow, aisle. Look at all these, look at all these aisles. Wow, so although, many. Although, if you come to this listening to Paleo Bites, I'm pretty sure we found one of them already. Yes, 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 of course. <laughs> also, <laughs> excuse it, me, sir. Could you take me to the dinosaur aisle, please? <laughs> See, if you listen to the podcast, you'd know that we actually take you up to our general manager's office so ah, we can, okay, you know, okay. do our talking. Well, then we release you. Can you take store. me to the general manager's office? Wow, well, so, maybe later. Also, if you already like the Common Writer series, well, spoilers incoming for a very recent show. Okay. In fact, I'm spoiling myself. I haven't seen it yet. But... I am one of the general managers of NRU, go by the Matt, and I'm joined today by a very special guest, my longtime co-host, Matt Donald. Whoa, hi, it's me. Look, this is an awesome-looking store, got to yeah, say. Thank you. thank you, appreciate the uh, So we're talking about Common Rider, you say? Well, somewhat about Common Rider. We'll get to that in a second. Thanks for checking out the store, and before we let you browse all of our little dino figurines, as uh, perfectly accurate as the information they had when in production, by the way. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Just a little bit of a blurb for you. We're going to do our prospective buyers segment. To explain how this works, Matt and I will randomly rank various things that we expect to do well, or not, that we're considering to add into the store's mammoth catalog. <laughs> Appreciate the prehistoric pun there. Well, and, and also the other meaning of mammoth. Uh, it's funny that I finally got onto Paleo Bites. <laughs> I mean, mostly for this cross-promotion yes, chance, since Donald had to throw me a bone to come on. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. Another prehistoric pun. You are the resident <laughs> pungent master, wouldn't you say? <laughs> and it just so happens that last year's airing Common Writer series called Revice has a strong dinosaur motif in the main writer's original form. Oh, dinosaur motif. So here we go. Prospective buyers. Uh, last I counted, there are about 15-ish forms that directly reference prehistoric creatures here. So we are going to rank them with absolutely zero extra content. Oh, nice. <laughs> and listeners, if you want to see these, what these look like, I'll have a link to the, the, whole, show, the, the whole show sort of thing. In the, in, well, at least the wiki the for the whole show in the description. Yeah. Now, so. we are going to see pictures. In fact, I'm going to have Matt come over here so you can see these pictures. Yeah, yeah, yeah of course. Uh, but you won't, unfortunately. Again, check the link in the description. We'll yes, have yes. that there. This is quality audio content, I gotta yes, say. <laughs> absolutely. Best audio content you're going to hear today. Okay. For what it's worth, uh, we are probably not going to do an official ranking because if we did, there'd be a lot of hemming and hawing because both of us have to rank a bunch of different things. But yes, yes. we weren't smart enough to make them before recording. Yes. So we're yes. just going to go through. Them real yeah, quick. let's do it. Yeah, <laughs> I'm excited. <laughs> Listeners, are you excited? Because I'm excited. I'm very excited. So here we go. We're going to introduce the basic form of the the basic form of this show. Oh, okay. It involves the main character taking something called the Rex Genome. Okay, this Rex. is for listeners. This is the uh, Igarashi common Rider uh, picture. Yes. Um, so this is so the character's name is Iki Igarashi, and he transforms into common Rider Revi. Now Revi right. can use all these various genomes, mm-hmm. 
and we'll talk about some of them. But okay. uh, not all of them, because not all of them are based on prehistoric animals. Right. I'm go ahead okay, so that's a very blue and pink looking armor. Oh, incredibly I like incredibly teal and pink. It's teal and pink is an interesting color scheme. Uh, I like the shoulder armor design, but I don't know. Yeah, it's really hard to see. You, there's like an imprint of what would be underneath the stamp. Yeah, yeah. That's like that looks akin to a T Rex. God, I don't now, really see it here. So wait, so we're breaking that. How many of these are there? Uh, I have three, six, nine, twelve, about f- fifteen. Something okay, like so that. I'm gonna write this uh, without knowing any of the others. I'm gonna write this. <laughs> I'm gonna write this fourteen. <laughs> All right, <laughs> and I gotta stick with you it. You might, you might not want to put him this low because I tell you, this one's the colorful one. What we haven't mentioned about the show yet is that Iki has a partner, his inner demon called mm. Vice. Okay, very fitting. Okay, well, I'm gonna write, I'm gonna still, I'm gonna stick to my guns. Fourteen. <laughs> All right, fourteen it is. Okay, but so here's so here's the thing. Vice is basically all black. You're about to see a picture of Vice in his base form. Well, that's a little bit sillier looking, but yeah, we're rank at twelve. <laughs> <laughs> Still a little bit cooler. But okay. This is Vice. All right. So this is Vice. Vice okay. has a lot of. It's mostly black. There are some pink accents to match the. the it looks like he's wearing a pink rider. scarf. It does look like he's wearing a pink scarf. Uh, he also has kind of like a Tyrannosaurus motif of okay. chomping over his helmet. Oh, I like that. Yeah, and you can see so much better cool here 14, the inverse of that T-Rex logo that would be on the bottom of the stamp they okay. used to transform. Okay, cool. So when Iki transforms, Vice appears in corporeal form. Oh. So his forms will match, but not like... Uh, we'll, we'll we look said, similar by the way, to- did we say the name of this particular Kamen Rider show? Did we say it already? I- to the listeners? I think I did. Let me look at the okay. script real quick. Common uh, Writer Revice. Yes, I did. Okay, yes, Common okay. Writer Revice. Okay, listeners, this is a reminder. This is Common Writer Revice. There's a lot of Common Writer shows. so There are a lot. This is a really, really recent one. All right, so now the other thing that they do once. It's spelled on, like Revise, right? Or Revice. With a it's C. literally R-E-Vice. V-I-C-E. V-I-C-E. Okay, got it. Yeah. Anyway, so the two of them sometimes combine into make what are called remixes, and I present to you the Rex remix. Oh, that's cool. I'm ranking that four (laughs) out of 15. (laughs) Again, not knowing what any of the others are. (laughs) So in this this configuration, Vice basically supports Revy, and so they become something that resembles a T-Rex. It's pink, though. I don't know about that. Why is it pink? It looks. It's not even well. His color scheme doesn't change. It's I guess just that's like the suits that. I do. know, but why did they pick pink original? I don't know. It's just, it looks. It's not even like a girly look. It's more like bubblegum pink. It's kind of what it looks like. Fair enough. Yeah. Also, if you look closely, the bottom of the jaw here is its fists, and that looks. Oh, really that's weird. cool. <laughs> I put the bottom up to a three. <laughs> okay. Yeah. All right. So uh, I should mention that there are other forms in the show, like power up forms and mm-hmm. stuff, but we're not going to talk about those because they lose an obvious like prehistoric animal motif. Right, right. So we're just talking about the basic genomes. And what's so the, the name of this picture again? Just The name of this Common picture. Common Rider Vice Rex this is, Gene. This is Rex Remix. Rex Remix. Okay, just so All listeners right. can follow along. Yep. So now we're going to go to a new genome. We're going to talk about the Mammoth Genome. Mammoth Genome. He's also pink and blue and oh, teal. Oh, the color scheme doesn't ever change. Oh, it's for any of them. Do. Okay, well then good to know. That can yeah. affect my rankings. Yeah, you can, you can tailor them a little bit better. Now, it's worth mentioning that Revice celebrated Common Rider's 50th anniversary. Oh, okay. And so they 50, tributing, they tried tributing this a little bit by having suits that kind of called back to previous writers. Okay. 
if you know about those writers, these references hit a lot better. But mm -hmm. for what it's worth, this is the mammoth one, and okay. you can kind of see. It looks slightly see... cooler than the previous one, so. Yep. I'm gonna rank them. I'm gonna rank them eleven. Eleven. <laughs> all right. I gotta all remember right. all these numbers. And I got. Yeah. <laughs> I can do this. I'm not writing any of this down. <laughs> this is gonna be. This is gonna be drastic. All right. So now you oh. get to see Vice Mammoth Genome, and Vice Mammoth Genome looks way cooler than Rex yeah, Genome. Yeah. Oh, say it's. Because that last one was a three. I'm going to rank it four. I'm going to rank this four. Yeah. I thought you'd bumped one up to two or I something. know. I bumped it from four no, to three. No, you bumped three. it up from four to three. So now, this, this, is, this, is, this four. is four. This okay. is new four. Although, uh, <laughs> I'm, not, I'm reluctant to do anything 15 or one just yet. <laughs> <laughs> kind of getting the middle all covered here. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Fill them all out. So, again, you can see very visibly the stamp symbol okay. that does, exact, does resemble a mammoth. Yes, it He's does. He's also got arm shields. I love those Vice's, arm shields. Vice's I also love those kind of like boots. The, not really boots, like the things on the – Like the green. Almost. The greaves, those are what, on yeah, his, that's on, on the, his it's legs. on the shins, yeah, yeah so. Yeah, and it's interesting because, like, you can see why it's related to, but it's obviously a different take on, like, one is more humanoid, and this one's kind of more bestial by design, okay. I think. So that's really neat. Yeah. I also think that Vice's color changes more. By that, I mean, like, the accessories he wears, not the actual suit. It's okay. still dark black. Okay, cool. Now, okay, so. the Mammoth remix you're about to find is really cool. <laughs> Two. It's two. <laughs> uh, it's number two out of 15. <laughs> so, yes, we got uh, we, this. This is really exciting. It looks one. like he's got fists on his, as, his, as his greaves, kind of. It looks like just big fists. He's like walking like a gorilla. <clears throat> oh, there's a gorilla genome that we're skipping because it's not relevant uh, to the show. Okay, but it's anyway. about 16, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> the next genome that we get to oh, talk about ugly. is the Terra genome. That's ugly. That, that's too, too busy. 15. I think I'm doing it 15. You think you're doing 15? Yeah. Okay, fair enough. So, fair this enough. one's what is this, the. So, ironically, I do need to pause and say that this is one writer I will mention what it's based on yeah. because it's actually relevant. Matt and I are currently watching the show Common Rider Fies. Yes, which is pretty good. And this suit is d based on Fies' design. Oh, I can see that with the helmet yep. particular, yeah. That's why I wanted to mention it because I figured you'd notice. Yeah, now, yeah. if you've watched Common Rider Fies, then you'd recognize this. Obviously, on his chest now, you've got more of a blue, so you can kind of see the better outline of the stamp thing. But the suit itself looks kind of weird. It's got, like, wing wings near the top of the shoulders, Almost yeah. like they extend from the chest. Well, it just looks instead. too busy, is what I think. It looks way too busy, and especially the in, colors, in the middle area. The colors in general are just too busy, but at the same time, it's iconic. Like you'll never yeah. confuse him with anybody else. It looks like it would make a cool toy, though. I mean, all these do. Well, that, that's, that's, that's the point. Right, so let's, see what, let's see what Vice looks like when the Terra genome is active. He's that little hovercraft. Okay, so I, uh, that's not the best picture, but the one, the one next to it is a better the one picture next of to it. it here. That's like, that's a picture of just Vice. Uh, just Vice. Okay, that's a pretty cool looking design. Yeah. Yeah, it's really cool. He becomes uh, basically like this drone-looking thing. Okay, okay. So, uh, it's either it's high up there, but I only have one or five. I'm not. I don't think I'm gonna do one. I think I'm saving one still. So I'm gonna say five. You're gonna say five? Yeah. Okay. Okay. Uh, by the way, the remix here is just the just Revy riding the hovercraft in his vice. So got it's got not it. nearly as fascinating from the character, or excuse me, from <laughs> like becoming an animal standpoint. Yeah, yeah. Okay. We're going to move on now to the Brachio genome. Oh, that's cool. Six. Wait, no, I'm going I'm to give you some space. Seven, so I can have six later. <laughs> Seven. <laughs> <laughs> There's a system. It, it's all going to make sense. It's all going to make sense, this magical and, thing. And someone, the listeners can compile <laughs> what the exactly. actual ranking is, because I'll forget what I used to, I used to do a, I used to do a fun thing. I would accidentally say, like, eagle-eared. I'm <laughs> like, no, yeah. rabbit-eared listeners. There we yes, go. Yes, yes, But, yeah, rabbit-eared listeners can, you know, make the rankings, make mm -hmm. sure he doesn't uh, contradict himself too much. Yeah. 
Anyway, this one has a very long, uh, very long like watch strap looking thing down the center that it's reaches like a sarong almost, like it goes it all the way down. Reaches down to his foot, that reaches down to his feet practically. Yeah. So that's Revy. Um, oh, sorry. Revi in case anyone wants. Yes. Revi Brachio, like Brachiosaurus. Brachio genome, and then now we get to see Vice Brachio. <sighs> Okay, so I'm glad I saved six for something. <laughs> but is it, oh, God, I still have one left. I feel like if I save one for too long, I'll have to be forced to do whatever. <laughs> Whatever's left over, yeah. <laughs> okay. Uh, uh, eight, eight. He's eight, eight. He's not quite as cool. He's eight? Okay. Yeah. Interestingly, it looks like they almost reused the greaves from um uh, Yeah, it does look like it. As feet this time. Oh, yeah, they're boots. This, actual boots are feet this time, yeah. I don't know. Uh, but he's got some major fists going on, which yeah, is kind of Yeah, he looks like he could just punch you to the moon. Basically. Now let's go ahead and figure out what the Brachio remix looks like. Okay, Are you excited? We, yeah, yeah, here we go, here we go. That. I don't like it. It looks like a <laughs> penis. It looks very phallic. <laughs> did I do 15 yet? I uh, you did. Okay, 13. This is 13. Because I know I did 14. Although <laughs> the fist, oh. If it wasn't for the weirdly shaped head and neck. Well, it's and literally the an entire human body stretched out. Yeah. Oh, like the that's watch weird. strap here. Yeah. Yeah, 13, 13. <laughs> I mean, I, I see what they were going for, but I just. Well, and execution falls And here's flat. the thing. This is, this, is something that I, I, this is something that I noticed only through my interaction with people like actively watching the show is that a lot of these uh, positions that they end up in to make the remixes happen. Yeah. Are awful naughty if you really think oh, about yeah. it. <laughs> I can see that. Like okay. Vice is being like Vice sticking his head in Revy's crotch or something oh, like no. that. It's yeah. Anyway, this one's not nearly as bad from that perspective, but it just doesn't look great. No, no, it's just it's oddly proportioned. It also I like the idea of having really the fists as like Well, in, and in the show too, I'm pretty sure that this was all CGI. It so looks very CGI. It does not like don't a, there's ever a suit. really that, sell very well because yeah. it's like it, it's harder to make that something that kids want to play with. Well, because, because it's, it it's not so as easy gangly, for them to it looks have, so strange. Well, also not as easy for them to visualize as a toy, you know, right, it's not right. as tangible so as looking. So definitely not putting this one on the shelves. No, no. Is what I'm hearing. All, all right. right. Not nerds are right. now. Good. The next one we get to introduce the Megalodon genome. That's Really cool. <laughs> That's really cool. Okay, six is the next lowest I have. Uh, the other next highest one. I have, other than one. So I'm gonna do six. Okay. But oh man, I am sorely tempted to do one. <laughs> oh wait, uh, was that one down there? It's a remix of Sign of What's to Come. Possibly. Okay. Possibly. Well, seeing that, if that's what the I will neither confirm nor deny until we get there. <laughs> if that's what that one it. <laughs> one. It's gonna be one. It's really this cool. Suit? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, right. I, I, I'm locked in. I love, I love the saw blade things on. The I know arms. that's just it looks so sleek. Yeah, so this one's this one's really cool. Now, and the helmet. I do want to. I do want to say this it's is Megalodon. It's unfortunate that I don't get to show Matt some of the other genomes because Ugh. some of them are really good. Yeah. This is one of the better ones, though. Yeah. I I definitely yeah. agree with that. Revy Megalodon genome. Revy Megalodon. R E V I again. And uh, this one is based on a writer referred to as Common Writer Decade. Okay. Which was the tenth. Uh, the tenth year it had been on the air, or something, mm -hmm. thus decade, and that's why the pattern on the chest is the way it is. Right, right. You'll notice that with Revy, it doesn't his color scheme doesn't really change in these basic forms. It's just the suit kind of matches what the other writer tried. Right. Okay, okay. So let's see Vice now with the Megalodon genome. If I found a good one, there we go. There's a. Oh, good that one. is pretty cool. I mean, it looks all right. I, I'm gonna say, uh, okay, that's six. That's that. Wait, that's the. You 
Isn't that six? Isn't it six? Well, if you left six open from the previous suit because you said that was one, then yeah, this, could th- be this is the six. All right, this is the six. Okay, yeah, Looks a whole cool. lot of pink. Yes, it is very, very pink. Like, very little blue. Like it all. Well, I mean, the only thing blue on this area is the eyes. visor, right? Yeah, or his eyes. Those, oh. those are. Um, as far as as far as that goes, you could make a good argument that this is a tribute to a very famous K-pop band. Oh, I could see that. Oh, that's kind of cool. <laughs> <laughs> all right. All got? right. Now for the remix. Uh yeah, see it's the it, I can see what they're going for. It's not as bad as the Brachiosaurus. Proportions are kind of weird. The I'm, proportions are a little strange. This is the other, the remix one of the Megalodon. Uh, yeah, I don't know. I, do I have nine open yet? I think you I think you still have nine open. Well, let's do nine. Okay, actually, I think that's basically everything because I don't have. Oh any well, more then I guess I don't think I ever did seven. Then wait, no, I did do seven. No, you it was did like, do seven. I don't remember the uh, order. This, this is like, half of the fun of the segment. <laughs> <laughs> This is, yeah, this is. I said it's a good ranking. Let's middle of the road. Yeah, and I'm glad I did that one for one because that was definitely the best one. I'm yeah. Like, no. Okay. So I'd say that ranking the was Rex, pretty accurate, even though Rex, it was off the cuff. The Rex remix was really cool. Yeah. This remix looks really cool, but it's a little off proportion wise. I mean, um, I, I could see it being a really cool toy, remember, even though it's CGI. I could see that one actually being a really cool toy. Remember the whole like you know compromising positions thing. I'm right. half tempted to say that this is kind of like 69ing happening here. Oh, <laughs> it fights yeah, his I head see that. Oh yeah, I, I don't know that for sure. By the way, it's just a, just a comment that I'm passing on. Nice. Anyway, well, I approve. Okay. <laughs> All right. You well, the 69ing. <laughs> well, just of this whole common uh, writer. Revice. Common Rider Revice looks very interesting. We'll watch I it. Have, we'll I have yet to see point. it. Maybe we'll watch it. Maybe we'll watch it together. Yeah. Anyway, um, is so there anything else to, that you can we can have so, for the store here? Like, what what constitutes a regular Nerds R Us episode? I so, guess. Uh, regular Nerds R Us episode has a lot more segments that go into that. We obviously have a main attraction, generally tying it into the title as best we can. But well, the main attraction, being, I guess, would be for this being a special thing. I yeah. mean, the main attraction obviously was the Revice thing, but we also did the segment called Prospect of Vires. So, right. you know, it's an introduction to our. It's an introduction to the other podcast that I do. Yes, and, and you can kind of see what it's like. If you to listen to Nerds or Us, it is available wherever you are listening to this you, podcast. You, and you have a co- another co-host there. It's not me. Um, yep, I have another co-host. The other general manager, his name, he's a good friend of ours. Go check it out. We'd love to have your patronage at Nerds R Us because any time that you come in the store, it's a chance for you to tell us about your favorite things that we don't have. Yes, and it's also a good, good opportunity to, if you're not interested in the things they're talking about, it's a good opportunity to learn. Mm-hmm. Like that's often what I find. Like I, I often I go to new podcasts look list for the for the things subjects I'm interested in, and then once I get to know the hosts and enjoy the hosts, you I can listen to whatever out a little bit more. Well, yeah, like to whatever they're talking because I just like listening to them. So yeah, yeah. So if you're interested, if you're hearing more about the show, check it out wherever you're listening to this podcast. If you want to get in touch with me or the other general the manager, Discord link will also be in the link to, in the description. There is a Discord server for Nerds RS that you can go check out as well. And and thank you, Donald, for putting that in your description for us. I, that's all I've got to add from. Oh, Nerds great! Us, well, so then on that note, let's rate Kashi Source one hundred sixty-five. Oh, that's right. We never did that, did we? <laughs> let's. Rate. All right. Let's let's fully close it out, though. We're sending you out of the office. You can go check ah, out the dinosaur there figures. Out the dinosaur figures. Okay. Go, go I find see, I'll come back for you later, dinosaur figures. Go go figure Koshi Source. Go out. figure. All okay. right. All right, Koshisaurus, I'm gonna rate it. I'm gonna rate it like 10 million. I mean, it's the whole thing with like the potential missing piece with the uh, Hadrosaur lineage thing could be interesting. Other than that, I have five million. Wait, you're going down from 10 to yeah, five, five okay. million. Okay, um, I think. Mm, mm. You have any affinity to the Koshi region? Or no, because I never went there. Oh, okay. Um, 
saying that, I think I'm probably going to put this at about uh, nine and a half million. Okay, nine million five hundred thousand. <laughs> nine million five hundred thousand. If you want to be precise, yes. Okay. So, all right. Well, that's it for this week. This joint episode of Paleobites slash Nerds Are Us. Yeah, I'd love to have you check out Nerds Are Us. Yeah. Thanks for listening. Thank to you Paleobites. so much for, for uh, appreciate your patronage for his Patreon. Go check that out. Yes, yes, of course. Uh, and our other podcasts. Uh, if you, like you want to follow, if you want to contact us, you can contact me at matthewdonnacreator.com for any questions to me or any of the co-hosts. You can find me on social media at matthewdonnacreator on Facebook at matthewdon64 on Twitter and matthewdon64 pretty much everywhere else like Instagram, TikTok. You're on TikTok. I now. am on TikTok now. Oh, I've, I've finally gone down. The I have hole. regrets. <laughs> <laughs> it's just originally it was just at first I was like watching trying to get through. I was like, oh, everybody was so dumb. Why is You're this? Like, I can so make better ones. Well, no, it's more like I was like, oh, every video is so dumb. I gotta keep watching. <laughs> <laughs> I can just feel the brain cells fading. As you so, so I feel each brain cell committing suicide <laughs> the longer I'm on TikTok. But, man, there's some good stuff there and some great thirst Well, I mean, <laughs> I mean, to be fair, when you get to the Internet, you open up the good, the bad, and the ugly. And oh, I'd yeah. say that TikTok veers more towards bad or ugly. Uh, there's some good stuff. Okay, thirst traps probably are more good, but that's beside the point. <laughs> Actually, my girlfriend and I watch them together a lot of the time. <laughs> <laughs> <That's>, uh, <laughs> <laughs> oh boy I know there are plenty of other dinosaurs that were discovered and or described from Japan so he may try and finagle me back onto the show for that but, but probably not this is the probably person it. who knows Japan and his life for those <laughs> of who course, knows of course. but anyway so um, also um, I have a book series on Amazon Megazoic available for print Kindle no Koshi source in it because I didn't know what it was it wasn't described until you had already like published. No, 2015. I was. Uh, oh, maybe it was. It was just I was before. writing the first book. It was just before you published that. I right. mean, maybe. No, no, I definitely did new Koshi source. I know I did some um, Asian. I seem dinosaurs. to remember you changed a character because of research that came out while you were writing. Yes. Well, then I changed it back because I was like, eh. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> if you're thinking of the same his, one, such a man of his principles here. <laughs> if we're thinking of the same one out, <laughs> but. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, I changed an Amphicelius to a Marapunisaurus. Oh, no, I wasn't thinking about that one. Okay, and then I changed it back to Amphicelius. Oh, was you talking about the Dreptosaurus versus Dynamo Terror? Yes. Oh, I just changed that because I thought it sounded cooler. But I actually kind of regret it now. <laughs> Dynamo Terror is not fitting that character at all. But I guess it's kind of ironic. But it's like... The only way it fits is as ironic. But if I ever... If I ever think about doing a... Um, not a reboot, but like a just a... A reprinting of it with new covers. They might just change, subtly, quietly subtly change, change that a, one. Back to a drip See if anybody notices. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So, <laughs> <laughs> anyways, all right. Also, we also you and I have another podcast that called is, the Rit Wit. You can finally say that because yes. it's actually me. <laughs> yep, uh, two twits. You and I talk about writing. Uh, currently on lynched. indefinite hiatus, but it might come back as, as we've already hinted at. <laughs> yep. Um, anyways, that's it for this week. Say the end of every episode of Paleo Bites. Uh, go, go check out Nerds Are Us. Quack. What is that? Duckbill. Quack. Oh. oh, okay. Good one. I was, gonna, I was trying to plug in your show. I appreciate it, but we already did plenty of that. All right. <laughs> thanks, for checking out, thanks for checking out Nerds Are Us as well. Hope you enjoy Paleo Bites. Anyways, bye, listeners. Bye. <laughs> <laughs>